Okay, good morning, Rabbi Say. Parshas Vayechi, there's a very interesting uh, halacha when it comes to Hilchah's tefillin. And that is, when you make the stitches on the tefillin, you need to make three stitches on each of the four sides. Three stitches. In other words, if you look at the base of the tefillin, you have uh, three stitches on one side, three on stitches the on the back. Right? A total of 12 stitches. Halacha. On the top. Halach l'mayshem yisinai. The yasa gimel tefira is b'chol tzad. The Torah says you should make three stitches on each side. Sheyiu ben hakoyal that it should be in total yud based tefiras twelve stitches. Okay, so yeah, you see where we're barking up, but the Torah doesn't say the reason. The Torah just writes you should have a total of twelve stitches. So the Beis Yosef comments on that. Why? Mashikasav Rabenu. That which the Torah writes, Vyasa Gimel Tfiros Bakhotzah, there should be three stitches on each side. Shayu Bain Hakal Yudbay Tfiros, there should be a total of twelve. Kane Kasav Vishimusha Rabba. This the source of it is a safer Shimusha Rabba. Very early work. The Kasav Sham, the Shimusha Rabba writes, Shim Asa Esar Tfiros, if you made ten stitches, or Yudalit, or if you made fourteen stitches, Shapur Dummy, that's also good. Really you're supposed to make twelve. If you make ten, that's good. 14, it's also good. But not 12 or 11? Not 11, and not, not 13. 13. Not 11, not 13. Either 10, either 12, that's the best. The best is 12. Either 10 or 14. Umashim Edvarov, it's mashma from the Shimusha Rabbah. Shem piches meyod pasof. If you did less than 10, it's no good. Okay. So the question is, what is the Indian of having 12 stitches? Why is it that 10 is also good and 14 is also good, but not more and not less? So the Drisha explains, look at number 3, the Drisha explains, what's the Indian of the 12 stitches, but not more, and not more than 14, not less than 10? B'shimusha Rabbah, Yud-based Firois Neged Shiftei Yisrael, the 12 stitches correspond to the Shvatim. So fine, so you'd say if the 12 stitches correspond to the 12 Shvatim, then uh, why would 10 be good? Why would 14 be good? They're only... For a frame in the Very good. Why if you only have 10, it's kosher? If you take out Yehuda and Levi, Yehuda and Levi, in a way, they're not a fully part of the other 12. They're like in a class by themselves. Why Yehuda? Yehuda is Malchus. Oh. So he's like a class by himself. Okay. And Levi is Kahuna. He's a class. So, so 10 is good. Where do you go to about 14? If you made 14, Neged, Taisefes, Menashe, Ve'afrayim. Corresponding to the additional two Menashe and Ephraim, Toiv, that is also good. What does the first mean? Three stitches on each side. Yeah. Yosef, Menashe, and Ephraim. What about 11 or 13? No, but normally Yosef is replaced by Menashe and Ephraim, not in addition. I hear, I hear. Is 10 or 13. But conceptually, there's a concept of Yosef. Right. And there's also a concept of Menashe and Ephraim. Yeah, so that's what um, that's what the Jerusha explains, and the Shla writes, the Shla Kadosh writes, very interesting, that there are three categories of Shvatim. Three in terms of conceptually, and when you talk about the numbers of the Shvatim, you have the twelve category, you have the fourteen, you have the ten. He says, and <laughs> You find three class of 
the number of the Shvatim. Matzina Mispar Yud Be'i Shifte. So you find the concept of 12. Matzina Mispar Yud Dalet, you find 14 in Mephaim Amnasha. Matzina Mispar Asar, and you find 10. Dehainu, which means Levad Mimacha V'Shimsha. Besides the king and the attendants, that's... Um, like we find in the Shemush Rabbah to make 12 stitches corresponding to the 12 Shvatim we find there the Ovid Esar if you make 10 or 14 that's also good 14 is Ephraim and Asha 10 is if you take out Yehuda and Levi fine, beautiful so now we understand. Now we're, we're learning a little bit that there is a conceptually there's a concept not just of twelve shvatim but of fourteen shvatim. Now we have a very difficult pasuk in Parshas Vayechi. Reb did you prepare this pasuk? In Parak Memches, pasuk Yedalad. This is what's one of the stitches for what? Tefillin. Oh. You should make twelve total stitches corresponding to the twelve shvatim. If you make fourteen, kasher. Ten, kasher. So the Pasuk says, Vayishlach Yisrael es Yeminoi. Who's Yisrael? Yaakov Avinu sticks out his right hand. Vayoshes al-Rosh Ephraim. He puts it on the head of Ephraim. V'hu atzor, even though Ephraim was the younger one. V'yasimoyla in his left hand, al-Rosh Menashe, on the head of Menashe. In other words, Yaakov Avinu is facing, Menashe is to the right of Yaakov. And Ephraim is to the... Left and Yaakov sends out his right hand on Ephraim, who's on right, on and his on, Ephraim's on the on the left side. He sticks so out his right hand and he crosses his hand. He crosses his hand. Why? Because the Menashe is Bechar. It's a very problematic pasuk. That's why he should have put the right on Menashe. It's not that he switched his hand. Because Menashe is Bechar, it's, it's Afapi. It, it should say, Seek El Asiadov, he switches hand, Afki Menashe Bechar. Or even though Menashe, not because Menashe was the Bechar, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. The Pasuk, he switched his hand. Why? It should say, he switched his hand because Ephraim was greater. But it, what does the Pasuk say? He switched his hand because Menashe was the Bechar. I think the Rashi gives a little bit of a. Yeah? Key. What does Rashi say? Ki menasha bchar. He he stuck out his hand to the left and to the right. Ki menasha bchar. Because you should know that really he was not supposed to do that. Ki menasha bchar. But you're sticking into the pasuk the words. Yeah. He's not supposed you to do to that. Add, you have to add these words. So this is a very troublesome pasuk. The word ki. It shouldn't be ki. It should be afapi. So the Shla, the Shla addresses this problem, and the Shla says, ki struggle to explain the word ki. Heal my soul, ki for I have sinned against you. Now in that pasuk, or let's say like, like we say in Shmon essay, slach lano avinu, Hashem, forgive me. Because I sinned? Me, my sin is a reason for you to forgive me? Or forgive me even though I sinned? No, no forgive me because I sinned and I need forgiveness. No. no, you should say, I need forgiveness because I sinned. But the, the, the cause of being forgiven, the sin is just allows 
forgiveness to take place, otherwise there's nothing to be forgiving for. But really the words, Sachanu Avinu Kichatanu, is forgive me, even though I've sinned. Even though I've sinned against you, please forgive me. So there we see, Ki could mean, even though. Right? Ubzalik. Ki could mean, even though. So that's what the, that's how the Rabbeinu B'chai says, Sachanu Avinu Kichatanu, De Perusham Shal Ki Elu Hu Afalpi. The word key means even though. Says the Shlab, but I would explain differently. Avali Nerlafarish ki kipshutai, vizah, ki Yaakov ratza las is yeser seis kaved Ephraim amanasha. Really, Yaakov wanted to give more honor to who? Ephraim. Mikomakim chola kaved gamkein lamanasha. He still give, gave kaved to Menasha. Meyacher shuha bachar. Listen to what the Shlab says. Says the Shla, if Yaakov wanted to give more honor to Ephraim than Menashe, so I have a very good idea. Instead of switching his hands, going like this, giving him the right hand, put Ephraim on the right side, put Menashe on the left side, and this way Ephraim will get not just the right hand, the right side, and Menashe won't just get the left hand, and get the left side. Why is Yaakov doing this, you know, mishkababel? The answer is, you know, I seek El Yadav, and he didn't just put Ephraim on the right side. Ki so she wanted to give him at least the right side, even though he couldn't give him the right hand. That's what it means. Seek El Yadav. Why did he switch his hands? In other words, he should have just put Menashe on the right side. The answer is what? The answer is because Ki Menashe Habachar. He says like this, That's why Yaakov was very wise. He wanted to honor both of them. Even though he wanted to give more honor to Ephraim. Ah, says the Shla. What does the word Sikel mean? We know because from the time we're kids, it means to switch. He smartened. Smartened. Like Seichel. He used... He clicked. The cl- he clicked. Yeah? The clicked means he smartened. The, which Rebbe? Click. Kluk. He clicked. And he clicked on the hand. He smartened his hand. The Rebbe was click. Right here. So he learned the Shla. That's how the Shla says it. Asa chachma gadar lo biyadav. He put Menashe on the right side. There's Ephraim, the small, he put Ephraim on the left side. Raksha Pashad Yadav Ba'alak side. He made his hands diagonal. Ha'yamin Arosh Ephraim, the right hand on Ephraim. Ba'asmal Arosh Menashe. Ay, why didn't he put Vulay Tzivil Hamanes Ephraim Biminavis Menashe? So he didn't put Ephraim on the right side and Menashe on the left. Why? Ki Menashe Abachar. Kalemir Meyachashu Abachar. Because of Halarosu Kulay Halazalza Bechvayda. He didn't want to be Mezalza on his cover. Rabbi Isai, this is a, also connected to tefillin. Why? Because even though we put the tefillin on the left hand, but the right hand tight. But we still give cover to the right because the right hand is what does the kshira. Okay. You're another pshat from the Malbim. You ready for this pshat? The Malbim says an amazing thing. Says a Malbom in number seven, Vayishach Yisrael Asimina Ratzuloimer. He nebe birchas kaihanim ksiv Vayisa es Yadav. Vahaksiv Yadai. There's a stira. Any kaihanim over here? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> so the, the, it says by birchas kaihanim Yadav and Yadai, his hands and his hand. 
We learned from there you need to put your right hand on top of the left hand. When you do Birchus Kayhanim, if you ever become a Kayin, yeah, the right hand should be above the left hand. Now think about it. This is mamish amazing. When Yaakov put his two hands on Ephraim and Menashe, which hand was on top? Well, let's see. He took the right hand on Ephraim and he put the left hand on Menashe. The left hand was on top. On top why did he do that? When it comes to Berchus Kahanim, the Zayar says the right hand has to be on top of the left hand. Yeah, but, but when you're doing it, when a Kayan does it, he's putting one hand, Mamish, on top of the other hand. Here he's not putting the hands on when he's blessing. Yeah, but one arm is going to be above the other one. So, so why did he do that? He, if, if I were him, I would have first taken the left hand and put it on Menashe and then put the right hand on top to fulfill the Zayar. You look familiar. Yeah. Yeah? So therefore... I don't see me. <laughs> so, so therefore, why did he do that? Why did he do that? Because he wanted to give Menashe the honor of at least having the higher hand. That's the shot. Seek El Why did he switch his hands in a way where the... Why did he... Why did he um, switch his hands in a way that Menashe would be on the top? First the right hand, then Ephraim and the left. Why? He wanted to give Menashe the honor of having the top hand. Why? Because Menashe was the Bukhar. Okay. He says, If Yaakov's hand was one on top of the other, Really, he should have put his left hand on top of Menashe, and then the right hand on Ephraim. And the right hand would then be on the left hand. He didn't do this. First, he sent forth his right hand. He put on Ephraim, said. And then he put his left hand on Menashe. And then what happened was, the right hand was on top of, the left hand was on top of the right. Why did he do this? So Rabbi said, we've given three explanations for the word ki. Either ki means, even though, he switched his hands. Why did he switch his hands? Even though Menashe was the Bukhar, still he switched his hands. That's one pshat. That's the pshat of Rabbeinu Bukhayi. Pshat number two is what? He switched his hand. Why did he switch his hand? Why didn't he give Menashe the right side? Why didn't, right? Why didn't he give Ephraim the right side? He gave Menashe the right side because Menashe was the Bukhar. Or a third pshat is, why did he put his right hand lower and the left hand higher? Because Menashe was Bukhar. So Menashe ended up getting some covet. Even though he didn't get the right hand, he got the right side and he got the higher hand. He got the higher hand. And Rabbeinu Chayi points out that we learn from here a very important thing. That, in other words, he gave him honor in another way as well. And that is, look at this, the Pasuk says, Vayasem es Ephraim lefnei Menashe.
that he actually situated Ephraim standing in front of Menashe, so that Menashe should have more prime importance. Why? Look at Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar. Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar says, Le'lam de Musr it's to teach Musr. That Ephraim, despite the fact he was getting the right hand, should still honor his older brother Menashe. Right, if two people are walking, so first the Shamash walks, and then the Rebbe is behind him, right? The Shamash is guarding the Rebbe. Right? So too, Ephraim was standing in front of Menashe, so to speak, guarding him. Even though Ephraim got the, the more important bracha, nevertheless, nevertheless, Yaakov you know, situated Ephraim before Menashe to give some honor to Menashe. How is one in front of the other if they're on the left and right? Closer. Put the chair in between. Put the chair in between. Yeah, so, so you have to say that Ephraim was physically more close in proximity than, than Menashe was. Okay, okay, very interesting. Rabbi, so we're not going to have time to see everything over here, but let's see one more item which is uh, extremely um, mind-boggling, and that is in number 10 and 11. And we'll conclude with that, and then we'll, we'll discuss what we'll be learning in the future. But um, the Pasuk says like this, what is this concept of Ephraim and Menashe? I mean, like, make up your mind. How many Shvatim? There are 12 Shvatim. There's Yosef 1, there's Yosef 2. Was there supposed to be Ephraim and Menashe? Was the plan to be 12? How do we understand all of this? So the Pasuk says in uh, Parshas Vayishlach, Vayihi b'shkoin Yisrael ba'aratzahi, when Kla Yisrael was dwelling in that land, Vayilech Reuven, Reuven went, Vayishkav es Bila Pilegesh Aviv, and he lay with Bila, the concubine of his father, Vayishma Yisrael, Kla Yisrael heard, Vayu b'nei Yaakov shnei Masar, and there were twelve sons of Yaakov. Now, you know, you know, Mashmita Itzel Har Sinai. What does it got to do with the price, price of tea in China? Now that Ruvain sinned, there are twelve kids. There were twelve kids beforehand. Oh, so what does Rashi say? Rashi says that even though it seems that he had sinned, and but still they were shackled. They were just like the others, what Sadiq and he was also. There were still 12 Shvat and Tzadikim. One wasn't less than the other. Oh. So it's a good thing Reb Zog stayed for this year, right? The Rashi says very good that, that uh, the, what the Pasuk is saying is despite the fact that Reuven seems to have done an Aver, no, there were 12 Tzadikim. Right? They were all Shakal. That's the Pshat of Rashi. We're going to learn the Pshat that the Malbim brings down from the Mikubalim. Okay? Very interesting Pshat. Look at number 11. Vayisa Yisrael, Vayibishkoin Yisrael, Vayilech Ruven, Vayishkav, Das Chazal, Chazal Tala, Shukala Oimer Ruven Chata, Eino Elataya. Anyone who says Ruven made a mistake, anyone who says Ruven de Naver is making a mistake, Raksha Bilbo, Yitzirei Aviv. The only thing he did was he mixed up the beds of his father. He took, after Rachel died, Yaakov took his bed, he put it in Bilah's tent, and Ruven. Considered that an affront to his mother, so he took the, the bed out of Bilah's tent and he put it in Leah's tent. But nevertheless, the fact that the Pasuk concludes that there are 12 sons of Yaakov, that comes to say that Reuven didn't do an actual Havera. Look, uh, the, about six lines down in the Malbim, the first one on the line is Kulam, Vahamikubalam Be'aro. Listen to this, you ready? The Mikubalam explain. No, I, got, I, got, I got a problem here. Why is there. What did he hear? He heard. I mean, what he, he should say, he saw? 
Vayishma means he heard that uh, he moved the bed out of Bilha's tent and he put it into Leah's tent. That's one interpretation. Another interpretation is that he that Reuben slept with her to show that he was the uh, half chief then. Um, that's like so the they used to do in Europe and like they used to do. So, the, uh, so the, Gemara, uh, the Gemara says, like, Absalom did that uh, to uh, the election of... Hanukkah, Hanukkah time, uh, the, the master had, had a chance. Hegemai, the Hegemai. Yeah. But um, the Gemara says that, that, we can't, that we can't say that about Reuven. You cannot say that. that you okay. can't say that. That's why the Gemara especially says, anyone who says that is making a mistake. And that's why the Pasuk concludes, no, they're all tzaddikim. So rather, what does it mean? He, he switched the beds. He tampered with the beds. But listen to what he says. You know who Bilal would have conceived on that night? Ephraim and Menashe. That night that Yaakov had the Mita in the oil of Bilal, Ephraim and Menashe would have been conceived. And because he tampered, because Reuven tampered, Ephraim and Menashe were not born from Bilal. You know why? It's not just Tom, you know, it was improper of him to tamper with the bed. He caused Yaakov not to have two additional children. This gives us a, a new insight into why, why we say Ephraim and Menashe are children. I have a kasha for you. Reuven has kids. Shimon has kids. Levi has kids. They all have children. Vasapis Yaakov Avinu picks on Menashe and Ephraim, who they didn't grow up in his house even. They grew up in Mitzrayim. And he says, you know, you two... How did Yaakov have the right to do that? Where does that come from? Answers, because they were supposed to be Keruvein Veshemayim. They were supposed to be his children. They were supposed to be his children. The fact that Yaakov considered Menashe in front of his children, we learn from here they should have come out from him. How do we know that? Listen to this, an amazing thing. Hashem tells Yaakov, be fruitful, multiply. What do you mean, be fruitful, multiply? Rachel already was pregnant with Benyamin. And Hashem says, you're going to have further children. Like, take a look at number 9 and 10. Hashem tells Yaakov, Ani kel shakai, pray but wasn't Bilal So Rashi learns, prayer of A means Binyamin. So Rashi's bother, I, Binyamin, was already conceived, yeah, but he wasn't born yet. So the mom says, come on. Prayer of A implies more than one child and implies a child that's not Ba'ilam yet. So therefore, the Malbim learns when Hashem told Yaakov, prayer of A, he wasn't talking about Binyamin. He was talking about Ephraim and Menashe that were supposed to come from Yaakov. Right? Yaakov thought Rachel would have another two children. And when Yaakov sees Rachel died, so he says, what am I going to do? Hashem told me, I'm going to have another two more children from Rachel. He must have meant Rachel's co-wife, who was Bila. He figured the children from Bila will be considered by Rachel's name. Reuven knew about this. So Reuven figured... Once it's not from Rachel, then Mali Bila Mali Leia. Oh, I'd rather it come from my mother. Bilba 
This the Torah considers as if he lay with his father's concubine. So Ruvain intended to overturn a nevuah. This no. isn't this the nevuah. Is the nevuah the wasn't that Yaakov was going to have it specifically from Rachel. The nevuah was he's going to have an additional. Now Yaakov thought, look, Leah already gave him six. So far, Rachel only produced one and an embryo. So he figured the other two will be from her. But Reuven said, look, the Nevoah had not been uh, qualified yet, so, you know, I'll, I'll arrange it that it will, will let my mother have eight. That's what he says. V'zois hela, because we have, Kizilza b'chlechvayda, v'gam shalayod, hazer shalayim muchan, latsiz meno, sha'af, 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 imai, it's still a ha'azah. Now listen to this. After Rachel died, the Torah tells us, Nasa Yaakov Misham, Yaakov traveled, He set up his tent further on from Migdal Eder. In other words, now he moved his tent near Bila's tent. When, when Yaakov was living there, when he was in that area, and instead of Yaakov being Shachav Bila, Umi Shachav Aviv. The way the Malbim reads it like this At the time that his father was supposed to lay with Bila, Halach Ruven Sham, Ruven went there thought like David that Bila. She's only a concubine. My mother is a full wife. So wouldn't it be more reasonable what that she should that my, that my father should be with Leah? By Yishma Yisrael, Yisrael heard. Now, what does it mean heard? When we say Shema Yisrael, it means it means listen. It means lehavin, like we say. Rabbi Shemata as a Shemata. He understood. Yeah. yeah, he understood. Yaakov Shama Himashikama. And now, now this is Goinus. Ready for this? This could die to come just to hear this part. Yisrael heard. And he realized, now there will only be 12 Shvatim. Now that Ruvain was Mavalbel the Yitzuai, and I'm not going to have a Fraim Amrash from Bilah, now there will only be 12. There were supposed to be 14. I couldn't. She'd get pregnant the next night. It was designated for that night. It was designated for that night. Yaakov understood. Maybe he understood the same way. If the Arizal knew, then Yaakov knew that that night was going to be the conception of Ephraim and Menashe. Why didn't he move his bed back into Bilas' tent? He did, but it didn't help anymore. Only once it's in Leos. Yeah, once it's here. Why do you say? Wait a minute. This is the wrong place. I hear. He did. Maybe he, he didn't want to hurt her feelings. I don't no, know. No, who said he didn't? He did, but it didn't help anymore. Once he was, once once yeah. that once it's night moved, was lost. No, he wants to know when he when he came home at night after he ate his chicken, he saw the bed was in the wrong place. Why didn't he move it? Uh, can't move the same. It's a cash on the mice, is The same. Too much time, moving. It takes time. Takes the movers time. went home already. Yeah, I love Maybe her. she was sleeping. It was probably already. very embarrassing. Maybe she was sleeping but, already. Maybe. Maybe it was his wife. I have a question. Yeah. If a husband hates his wife, is he allowed to sleep? 
No. But let's... What was let's, What did Andrew's question? You'll get it from there. We'll after. After. <laughs> after. One second. Let's see. Vayu Bnei Yaakov. Rak Shnei Masar. Look what he says. Look at this. Mr. Sherman, he says, when Yaakov saw what happened, now he realized there were only 12. Vayu Bnei Yaakov Rak Shnei Masar. Shalulei Shabil Yitzuai. Had he not switched the beds, Hayu Arba Asar. He would have been 14. Kedi Atat Hashem. He wasn't going to conceive these other two would lay if he was there. He realized now there are only 12. And not at this point. Uvazeh, Noven, Laman, Not Lahabachar. Oh, Says the Malbim, now we understand why the Bechayr was taken away from Ruvain and given to Yosef. Why? Because Ruvain stopped there from being another two children. So, as a punishment, you don't want there to be a further division of another two Shvatim. The two Shvatim that were going to be were now given to Yosef. It, it was me to connect. This no, is what you caused. Okay, let's see. Shalulei Shabil Yisua here. Arba Asik Viatavzel. V'zen Noven Lama Not Labachar Mimenu Menasul Yosef. Arba Kamash Kazov. B'Divrei Hayamim. Because it says in Divrei Hayamim. Uvechilula Yitzua Yavim. Because Ruvain switched the beds. Nasna Bacharas of Nei Yosef. He gave the Bachar to Yosef. Says the Malbim. Loilehis Yaches LeBachara. Not to be. Um, in terms of their yichas, in terms of their genealogy to be the firstborn. It's a monetary thing. It wasn't a punishment. Reuven caused two people not to be born. Yaakov then had to consider Ephraim and Menashe who weren't born from Rachel or born from Yosef to be his children. This is how Hashem's nevuah of prayer was fulfilled. Now, now if, if, if Yaakov is going to recognize that Yosef be, should be broken up into two, yeah, who are we going to hurt because of that? With the one who caused it, Reuven. And I think that answers your question, Josh. That there has to be 14. It's not that there's Yosef divided into two and there are 13. It's there's Yosef. But since Yaakov had a nevuah that there's going to be another two, we have to consider Menashe and Frank another two. More independent yeah. yeah. So it works out in the end. Everything, Everything works out. That's the bottom line. Everything <laughs> works out in the end. Nobody could have taken two, two sons from, from the other side, from Shimon, from Levi, from Yehuda, to make them for Shvotim, because they were being forced in no, uh, so he's saying he knew, somehow Yaakov knew that Ephraim and Manasseh were the ones who were going to be those. Now listen to how he reads this Pasuk. It's, it's, ama- it's amazing. Look at number 13. This is at the moment that in this week's parasha, that Yaakov tells Yosef, Hashem told me, So now, Ephraim and Manasseh, What's the Hemshachadvarim? What's the connection? In other words, says the Malbum, Hashem told me, pray or obey, that I'm going to have another two children. And that never came to fruition. So how do I understand that it must be Ephraim and Menashe? Oh, if it must be Ephraim and Menashe, then Keruvein Mishemayn Yuli. They have to be like Reuven and Shemayn. The Baal points out Ephraim and Menashe is Begematria. Ruvain Vishamayin. So this is the yeah, how, this why, is the explanation Mr. of the Malbum. Very good. Yeah. Why? Who says I has to be a friend? Menashe to be children of Shimon. That's what I is. Had to be born afterwards. No, so he's saying there were other grandchildren born after. Who says? The haftacha was given to Yaakov after he already had 
children. Yeah, but they didn't have the children yet. Right, so maybe it's, maybe who does? Maybe uh, maybe maybe Benyamins. No. Yeah, so I think it's because Arizal says that that night Ephraim and Asher, Yaakov understood these two these children were his. Up. These were the his. Shamas were Ephraim and Manasseh. So why so does Yaakov use Reuben and Shimon when Reuben messed up? He could have said Yehuda and Yisaka. I guess he's trying to dig it into Reuben. But anyway, Rabbi, this is a little understanding why the Beis Yosef tells us that even though there have to be 12 stitches in the tefillin, 14 is also good, including Ephraim and Menashe. Ephraim and Menashe is not just breaking up Yosef. It's in addition to Yosef. And that's what it means. Keruvim v'shilin yuli.